when you're hungry and you have a very low budget for some reason or another, here's a great hack for you. It's a pickle sandwich. Mmm, pickle sandwich. It's Robin Liz in the morning. His radio, yeah, that's, that seems to be a craze right now, is making pickle sandwiches. Yeah, and you can, you know, put the pickles and mustard if you like or mayo if you like and lettuce and stuff like this. But it's really sort of a vegetarian option. But you know what? When when money's been tied around my house, we have made like banana sandwiches, banana and Duke's mayo. Oh, oh, what? Whoa, whoa. I knew you were going to do that. Oh, stop it. And and this isn't a slam against Duke. It's any mayonnaise. Why bananas and mayo? That is. It's yum. No, that can't be. It is. See, I I have friends that do like banana and peanut butter, and that's just like, like it sticks so much. I'm like, no, you need some mayo. mayo That makes sense. The pickle thing makes sense. You know, the 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 pickle bread, because there's all these different varieties of pickles, right? Oh, sure. Because you can do the but, dill pickle, the uh, bread and butter, which is a little sweeter. It's so. it just the, the, the bananas and mayo just seems to be, you know, it, it's no. It's yummy. You have never, oh. you've never really tried it. And especially with Duke's mayo, like you'll be like, yes. I like Duke's, but. I, I don't want to ruin Dukes with a banana. <laughs> but it's the tangy and the sweet together, the tanginess of Duke's mayo and then the sweet of the nanner. And what? then the white bread is just, I'm telling you, it's oh. good. It's good. Oh. Oh. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning. On his radio. I guess I get it. It's pickles, sandwiches. You know, Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. And then Liz runs out and just says, Ah, bananas and mayonnaise sandwiches, which I don't get. Uh, I don't get that combo. Look, it has to be the right one, though. It has to be a banana, Duke's mayo, and white bread. What would you have if you didn't have a banana? Well, then some people put tomatoes on. I'm not a big fan of tomatoes, so I don't. Okay, I get tomatoes and mayonnaise. I don't get the... it's, It's a banana. Okay, it's a banana. Yeah. Okay. And, and that, whatever. Okay, that's fine. And then people were chiming in. Wait till you hear about wait till you hear about some of these interesting combos at 800-447-7234. Yeah, Marcy texted and said, "So my mom used to make peanut butter, hold on, peanut butter and mayo." <sighs> that's an interesting combo too. It is interesting, isn't it? Um Michelle said, "Okay, I think she does not like the banana mayo combination either With because you. she said banana mayo is like putting peanut butter and pickles together." Um, but wait. <laughs> My mama makes a peanut butter, she calls it a peanut butter relish bended sandwich. And it's because it's only a half a sandwich, so it's it's uh, one piece of white bread peanut butter relish and then she bends it over right like so Uh yeah (laughs) ew no mama nope i think jen might have us topped if i understand this correctly it's about it's about your dad right jen well my dad has these weird things he does so the first one is he eats cherry pie and he puts beef gravy on the top Ooh, how'd that happen I don't know. I can remember ever since I was little growing up that he would do it. 
He always tried to get me to do it, and I never, I never did, and I probably never will. He says the sweet and the salty go together, but I can think of other things that are sweet and salty that are much better. Yeah, right? Oh. Try salted caramel, Dad. (laughs) Yes. And then he would also get big chunks of, like, Velveeta cheese, and he would put strawberry jelly on the top. Very strange. What is going on with Dad? (laughs) Right? You must have had very interesting bachelor days. (laughs) You could say something like that. You're listening to Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. There's a couple of things. If you really want to connect with Gen Z, a couple of things we got to stop doing. Okay. So one thing, don't put your finger up as into shush people because they don't like it. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes that. I don't care what generation it is. I don't like somebody going. Psh. I know. And I think maybe they got it in school, you know, in the cafeteria, Shh. you know, that kind of thing. So maybe that's where it comes from. They don't want us to be fancy and like take our coffee or our tea and put our little pinkies up or anything like that. They don't like that because we're just trying to be too fancy. And I, I feel like, I feel like I have an inner Gen Z because of something else they don't want. They don't want us to give thumbs up. I, I love That's me some Gen Z. It's really a pet peeve of hers is this whole thumbs up thing. I'm th- I, if if you've been around Robin Liz in the morning, you know that poor Scott. He loves the thumbs up. I don't know what it is, Scott, but it it's okay. I get you. Ugh, I can't stand it. Like it's so I can't determine where your emotions are. Just if you go, <laughs> like the thumbs what? up. What? Yes. See, so, and here's the thing. She gives thumbs up all day long when she's liking her friend's stuff on, on the feed. I do when I give it a like, but I'm not necessarily wanting to give a thumbs up. I'm just liking because I don't necessarily love certain things. So I like it. You know what I mean? But the like is a thumbs up. But I can't help that. I can't help the tool that they gave me to say I like it. Mm-hmm. But I would never send somebody a thumbs up. Now, here... Let me backstory. If I'm being a little sarcastic to my husband and we tease each other a lot, then he says something and I give him a thumbs up. He knows it's sarcastic. Uh huh. So there's intent there. I see. I still don't get it. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. And she gives me a thumbs up. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Yeah. Let me tell you, Jay was desperate. He broke into a school. Seriously, Jay broke into the school. The school was closed. There's no reason for it. He broke into the school, and then he brought like 24 people along with him. And what they do to Jay? They gave him Super Bowl tickets. Huh? The dude's going to the Super Bowl because what he in broke into a school. Good reason. A couple of weeks ago, what was it? During Christmas, there was that big blizzard that happened. It was before Christmas, right? This big blizzard was happening, and and where he was, he had to. It was the Buffalo area. He broke into the school because he was trapped in his car. He was able to go and get about two dozen other people, bring them into that school to keep them nice and warm and away from where they were trapped. I mean, there are people that lost their lives in that blizzard, and he saved 24 people by breaking into that school to keep warm. The school was like, oh, we get it. I'm glad you did. We welcome that you did that. And so the Buffalo Bills, they found out he was a fan along with Blue Cross Blue Shield in Buffalo, and they got together, and they're sending 
him to the Super Bowl. That's that's incredible, honestly, that they saw. I mean, it, it was unfortunately, you know, he broke in for a necessity. Yeah. So it, it wasn't like he was trying to destroy property. There was no vandalism. He wasn't trying to steal anything. He was literally saving lives, including his own. Yeah. And now he's going to the Super Bowl. I'm sorry Buffalo's not going to the Super Bowl, though. though. That was a game. All the snow, all that other stuff that was going on that I game. I did see that. I don't watch football, but I saw the snow. <laughs> that was oh boy, that was that was a game. How that's real? That's real football in the snow. <laughs> Even though Cincinnati that's be fun. won, you know. But <laughs> yeah, for the Buffalo Bills and and the insurance company sending Jay, who just sacrificed everything so that he could save those people to make sure that they weren't going to freeze in that blizzard. That's that is just cool. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Dakota wanted to go to the prom, but he didn't really have anybody in mind that he was going to take. So he was kind of not going to go. And then an idea hit him. He thought, I need to take my best girl. That's who I need to take to the prom. And so, you know, he asked her. Her name is Madeline. And he asked Madeline, would she go to the prom with him? And she was taken aback. She said, oh. I've never been to a prom before, of course. And I've got the perfect dress. It's purple. It's flowy. It's going to be gorgeous. So he got his cowboy hat. He got his tux ready. And they went to prom. By the way, Madeline is Dakota's 92-year-old great-grandmama. No way. (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. I wonder if she's ever been to the prom. No, she said, I've never been to a prom before in her entire life. And I don't know if they didn't have prom or if she left school earlier, you know, what the case was. But she said the best part about being at the prom was that she got to be with her great-grandson and he looked so handsome. And when they walked into prom, people were just like sort of parting, like the Red Sea parting. <laughs> uh-huh. And they walked through and people were clapping and yelling like, go, Granny, go, Granny. <laughs> I feel like I should see this in a movie. I know. So beautiful. It really should be. It is. I think it would be one of those like Lifetime or Hallmark type kind of movies. Just super sweet. Leave you with a great big warm heart. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. His radio. Sometimes you're just hangry and you got to find something that's going to fill you up. Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Like this cow roaming around in Oklahoma in the middle of the city by an olive garden. I think the, I think the thing wants some spaghetti. I don't know. And they don't know where the cow even came from. The police came. They couldn't get the cow. Animal control came out. And together they were finally able to get the cow. However, here's the thing. Where'd the cow come from? You'd think a farm. Right. But nobody's claiming the cow. There's no brand or whatever on the thing. So thankfully it didn't go into the Olive Garden, although I think it wanted to. Well, I mean, endless uh, salad and breadsticks. Why wouldn't you? You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. Nanny Faye will tell you, don't be scared. It's Rob and Liz in the morning, his radio. So Nanny Faye is what, like 98 years old? 98. And some lady came up to her and she goes, Nanny Faye, I need some advice. I am just scared to die one day. And she's like, you don't have to be scared. No. I mean, Nanny Faye is like such a strong woman of faith. And she'll tell you at the drop of a hat that Jesus is real and there is eternity on the other side. 
Yeah. And when she was asked that, she was like, no. She said, why would I be scared? Honey, what's there to be scared of? <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she said, this life is just a little interim time. She said, it's a blip. It's not going here, right? to. Here's what I love. She said, it's really not going to amount to a hill of beans. Less than a hundred years up to eternity doesn't even cut it. So she's talking about being in heaven. She's like, it's going to be perfection. We're not going to be sick. We're not going to be worried. And so she was trying to set this, uh, this person's mind at ease. And at 98 years old, her very thing she wanted to get out was that, Hey, the Bible's real. Jesus is real. She even says your faith is to be put on what the Bible says. She's talking mm -hmm. about Jesus. And she says, it's marvelous. It's a great place to live and dwell and be happy and be perfect. It's going to be perfect in and heaven. On, honestly, that. this is somebody that's, you know, looking at probably passing on into that great re reward within a very short span of time. And so it's very real to her. And she understands that. Well, you know, and, and time is just ticking away. Yeah. And, and when, when you're young, you don't see that. And then when you start getting a certain age, you're going, oh, wow, I'm much closer to passing away than I am being born. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you get closer and closer. And it's like, am I really making this life worth it? And am I really taking advantage of the opportunities to talk about the one who grants us access into heaven, who heals who who forgives, who is always there. And Nanny Faye's got it. At 98 years old, she's not giving up. I mean, she's, she is right there. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio, Peter and Paula were freaking out a little bit. Their little beagle, her name is Bonnie, she got loose. And oh. this was like uh, Sunday afternoon. They're searching. You know, they're calling friends. They're calling neighbors. Hey, have you seen Bonnie? So Bonnie's gone for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. But later on in the day, she just wandered back home. She shows up back home, but she wasn't alone. She had a yellow ribbon with her. What's that mean? <laughs> she had won a dog show. While she was gone, John actually saw her on the side of the road. Listen, so John's on his way to a dog show. He's got his pups in his car getting ready to go. He sees Bonnie on the side of the road. He's like, because he's an animal lover, I'm going to stop. I'm going to pick her up. So he's like, you know, I'm going to this dog show. They have uh, a category for, I guess, what you would consider mutts or like strays. Oh, and okay. so I know. And so he entered her. She ended up winning third place. So she gets this yellow ribbon and then he takes her back and tries to find her home. And I guess doesn't even go to the door, just kind of lets her out. She goes in the house and she has this yellow ribbon. How'd they figure out she actually won a competition? I guess they go on social media and they're like, what in the world happened? <laughs> yes. yes. And so <laughs> people start putting this story together and they're like, oh, John had this stray, picked it up, took it to the dog show. So yeah, Bonnie, Bonnie now has a yellow ribbon that she wouldn't have normally had. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. So I did a little bit of traveling over the week and had the opportunity with Brian Sumner, who does our middays, to go to a men's retreat, which was just so great. So we're sitting around the airport talking about some of the things we're like in Boise in the airport. And I noticed a couple of rooms that will help out those who are disabled. And then somebody kicked in and said, have you heard what Kansas City is doing? 
for those who really need just a little extra help. And and I saw this quiet room that they were talking about so that you can just relax and get away from all the noise that could just get all the senses just like whacked out and out of control. Yeah, they're saying for that quiet room, like that's what they intend it for is like prayer, or you can even have yoga, you know, that kind of relaxing, I don't know, maybe take a nap or something like that before your flight. But the one that I really love is anyone that has autism, there's a sensory room and it's to get away. If you're in the middle of an airport, you hear everything and it sort of echoes and it's, it's a lot. It can be overwhelming. And so that sensory room is going to be where if, you know, you have autism, you can get away from that. They got a play area. I mean, they really thought this through at the Kansas City Airport. So the kids are there with all abilities to burn off all the extra energy. And that's for no. any child at all. Listen, if there's a kid on an airplane and I love kiddos and I love babies, but if you got a long flight and there's a kid that has a lot of energy, <laughs> you want them to go burn that off before they get on that plane. And here's one thing, and I love this, that they thought through the Kansas City Airport. When you have a long layover, I mean, sometimes they can be up to five to six to eight hours yeah. at some of these airports. They'll give you a tour, a complete tour for families and kids. And I, th I think that's really cool that they're doing that. I think so, too. Answers all the questions and, again, tires the kids out before they get on the plane. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning. On his radio. I don't know about you. I'll stick it in the microwave. Ew. Dude, what are you doing? No, there's actually a hack that works. If you put in a cup of water with it, it's not soggy. Ugh. Seriously, why give not, it a try. Why not just put it in the oven? I mean, that's the next best way to do it. it. Takes too long. You want it now. Patience, patience, grasshopper. Okay, so then the air fryer comes in after, and I've never done it in the air fryer. Air fryer seems to be a really good way to warm up the pizza. I did garlic bread in the air fryer last night. Worked out well. Well, I'm glad it did. So here's the thing. It's worst to best. The worst, they say, is microwaving. The yeah. just okay is baking in the oven like Liz just, just suggested. The most consistent is air frying. They say the best way to do this, and I think Scott does this, is by putting – I've never seen this. I've never heard of this until now, until Scott said, no, my who who taught you how to do this, and what and what did they teach you to do? My father-in-law, I was blown away. I'd never seen this before, but he took out a skillet, put it over medium, medium high heat, right? With a little bit of oil, not much. You put the pizza in there, cook it for about two or three minutes. The crust, the crust will crisp up, right? And then you take a little bit of water, put that in the skillet, cover it and let the steam from the water kind of melt the cheese all gooey and the toppings get warm and you take it out. And then you've got this delicious pizza with the crispy crust from the frying pan reheating it that way what yeah. what kind of now makes sense to me is that that's how you make grilled cheese right yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm wondering about the added oil though that was the thing that stuck out to me because i'm like well you already took your 700 calorie sliced pizza and <laughs> added another yeah. 150 yeah. calories to you, it you don't need a lot but that does make that crust kind of crispy <laughs> Thanks, Liz. You're listening to Rob and Liz in the morning on his radio. Here's this high school student. He's got this great car. He's going to fill it up. He's really proud because he could do it himself. Got his own cash, got his own money. And so as he's there, this elderly gentleman gets out of his car with a gas can. 
He wants to mow his lawn. This is down south. He wants to mow his lawn. So he's just standing there really patiently. And so the high school student looks at him and goes, sir, just bring that right on over here. And then he was a little reluctant at first, the elderly gentleman. And so the student went over and said, here, let me get that real quick. And he opened it up with the gas that he's filling his car with. He just puts the nozzle in there, fills that up, his gas can, the elderly Mm -hmm. gentleman's. And then when he's done, he puts it back in his car and finishes. And the elderly gentleman's like, thanks, let me give you a little bit of cash for that. He's like, no, just go have a wonderful day. Oh, that's sweet. Is that? And and this kid, uh, you say he's a teenager, right, Rob? High school student. Okay, so this may be the first time where he's actually been able to take his own money, whether it's, you know, grandma sent it for a birthday or his paycheck, and kind of do that random act of kindness. I can imagine his heart was just full the rest of the day. Well, what made me think is that would I be observant enough to see somebody who's just waiting patiently for, and, 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 you know, some of those gas cans are kind of tiny, like, you know, two gallons, at least mine is. I have to go to the gas station all the time when I want to mow my lawn. Go fill that <laughs> puppy up all the time. But, you know, so what was that? Maybe $8, which oh, is a maybe. lot of money for a student. For, for right. some people, it's like, yeah, I can I can handle that. And he just did it because he wanted to. Not yeah, it was. Yeah, just saw a need. Uh, what is it? A, a need known as an opportunity given. That's what my pastor says all the time. And I try to live by that. Sounds like this kid is too.